Welcome to episode 44 of Motivated AF with Katie Forbes. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Katie Forbes. And on this episode, I am talking to former Memphis Tiger, current fitness instructor and expert Will Coleman and CEO of Diversifit, Cole Giovanetti. You may remember Cole from episode 10 when he came on here with his wife, Lauren. Since that episode, Cole and Lauren have launched Diversifit, which is an exclusive fitness membership that offers its members the opportunity to work out at multiple gyms, yoga studios, and more across the city, as well as provide a close, tight-knit community for support that is unlike anything else I have ever been a part of in terms of fitness and health. I was not paid to say that. In fact, I actually am a member now and I love it. One of the options that Diversifit offers its members is a boot camp put on by Will Coleman, as well as unlimited cycle bar classes, which Will also teaches a few classes there weekly. Cole was able to get Will to come on the podcast and talk about all of that. Plus, we talk about Will's beginnings, how he ended up in Memphis. Will was actually the only player that John Calipari recruited to Memphis who actually stayed in Memphis when Cal picked up and went to Kentucky, taking all of his five-star recruits with him. Will felt like staying in Memphis was the best decision for him, and he goes more into why on this episode. I also asked him how he feels about paying NCAA players, his former coach, Josh Pastner, his pro career overseas, and why staying in Memphis with his daughter ended up being the top priority, even if that meant having three or four jobs at a time. Will talks about his home life growing up and what it was like to grow up with a dad that had a military mindset. And he talks about a time period in his life where he was getting into trouble and how he learned a hard lesson by, well, getting his ass kicked. We also talk about Will and Cole's favorite motivational music and so, so much more. This episode is a really good one and I'm excited for y'all to hear it. So without further ado, let's get to my interview with Will Coleman and Cole Giovanetti. Remember back in the day when you taught me to live and I taught you to pray. We went in the battle together, no matter the weather, we never delayed. You gave me commands, I always obeyed. I never let you go astray. I never thought I'd see the day that you would come and just betray me. Sick of playing silly games, you never love me anyway. You should not have let me get away, cause now I'm hunting for my prey. I'm bigger, I'm better, my mind is a weapon. I won't ever let up. You try to break me down and I'ma just get up. They ask me how I did it, I'ma just tell them I rose up. Usually the way I do it is we'll kind of start with your background. So, I mean, obviously... Most people that listen to this are going to know what you're like, that you were a Memphis Tiger and that you um, came from that. But if you want to start before that, like where you're born, all that kind of shit, like kind of just kind of quick overview. Go ahead. So I'm, uh, I'm originally, a lot of people, um, I've been here, I've been in Memphis for so long. A lot mm-hmm. of people uh, just kind of, oh, you from Memphis? Right. I've been for about eight or nine years, going on 10, I think. But mm-hmm. I'm, I'm originally from Columbus, Georgia. I got you. Um, and it's funny because it's, it's Columbus, Georgia. And a lot of people... When I tell them that, this, oh, is that in Atlanta? It's like, <laughs> no, it's Columbus, Georgia. Yeah. It's about an hour south of Atlanta. Yeah. Um, military? Yeah. My father was in the military, so uh, the biggest military base in the U.S. is down there. Um, okay. Fort Benning. Fort wow. Benning, Georgia. Um, 
So I was there. Um, I didn't start playing basketball until I was 11th grade. Oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't. 11th grade? Yeah, 11th grade. I just, were you tall? Like, were you tall before I that? I was tall. Yeah, and I some people tall, were like, why? They probably yeah. asked all the time, like, why yeah, aren't yeah. you? Why aren't you playing? Yeah. Waste of height. Right. You know, so, so it was it was cool. I got picked on enough. And, yeah. You know, I got teased and all of that. So um, it was it was a journey for sure. But uh, Were you like a skinny kid? Yeah. Okay. There's a lot of skin there. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I weighed about 200 pounds. Okay. About six, 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 yeah, that's, that's like... 200 pounds. I yeah. Was, I was thin back then. So, uh, finally, somebody just... My, I was just like, man, you really need to try and play basketball. Mm-hmm. I actually kind of like forced me to play. Was that in Georgia? When you, were you still mm-hmm. in Georgia? Then? I was okay. in Georgia. Um, so, you didn't have to move... Even though you're an Army kid, you didn't have to move around. <laughs> well, all the moving came... I moved like once or twice, but okay. all the moving happened before... Before me, you were... Yeah, with my okay. sister. Um... So I, I started playing, it was 11th grade, you know, 6'8", 6'7", running around on JV. Mm-hmm. Couldn't walk and chew bubblegum at the same time, so <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. So then I met a guy named Dusty Purdue, who really just kind of took me under his wing um, and really just showed me the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and really just, he was real patient with me because was I... Was he a coach? Yeah, or? he was a coach. He was my senior coach. Okay. My senior of high school, he was my basketball coach. I was at Glenwood. High school in Phoenix City, Alabama. So Phoenix City in correlation to Phoenix City, Alabama to Columbus, Georgia is kind of like Memphis to West Memphis. Gotcha. It's just, it's just right over the bridge. Yeah. So I would commute to school every day with him, um, and he really just just took care of me. You mm-hmm. know, it was a private school, so things were a little tough for me. Um, but I really just had to buckle down and really just focus on my academics because school was a little more advanced than I was used to. Yeah. Um, I was really outside of my comfort zone, but mm-hmm. he really, he stuck with me and, and put me around the right people and put me in a spot to where I really could succeed. Mm-hmm. So I had a great senior season, you know, being with him. I, I worked out with him all summer. Um, senior season was great. Um, then college became a thing. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, I didn't even know I was going to go to college. I didn't. Like playing basketball after high school. What never, then? It, what never, then? Yeah, it didn't register in my really? mind. Really? Yeah. Um, so then everybody, well, he can go to school for free. Like, right. Hey, this can pay for your way through school. Right. So, you But you, know, did, you did want to go to college. Like, you were, college was always there. You just didn't know. To be honest, play. I didn't even know in. Yeah. I didn't even know college was Was like, there any pressure for you to, like, join that military since that was, like, what you came from? No. Um, my dad did say, um, if you ever do decide to join the military, you should do the Air Force or the Navy. Yeah. Better benefits or better, I don't, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but... You know, basketball started to become a thing. Um, I ended up in Miami for two years, uh, a junior college. I was supposed to go to the University of Arkansas at Little Rock, but, okay. like, gang violence was, like, at an all-time high at that time. It was, mm-hmm. like, pretty serious. They were, like, on uh, 48, you know, yeah. first 48, like, yeah. every other week. It was, like, it was serious. <laughs> yeah. When I went on my visit, I'm, like, looking mm-hmm. at, like, it's gangs everywhere. And I, I wanted nothing. I wanted no part <laughs> right, of it. Right, right, right. I mean, I still talked to some of the guys that were on the team. That when they were trying to recruit me, I mean, it sucks, but the majority of those guys that they knew or people that they knew, that, I mean, they're all dead. Really? The game. Yeah. They just all shot up wow. or tried to rob somebody or run around yeah. in jail, smoking, riding high, drinking, drunk, dry, all kind of stuff. Yeah. Nothing yeah. comes of it, man. So yeah. I, I didn't even want to put myself in that right, situation. Right, So I, like, lied or made up some... Some bull crap. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, Reason why you didn't want to go there. Yeah, get out my LOI, my right. letter of intent. And so I went to junior college, um, Miami. Had a blast. Mm-hmm. Met a really good guy down there named Matt Dunn. Really took me under his wing. <clears throat> you know, working with me a lot. He's now coaching at a... He just got a head coaching job at IUPUI. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Um, so he's there. I talk to him all the time. But uh, okay, cool. And so how did how did ti- like the Tigers how that come about? Like, so uh, they Cal recruited me in okay. Miami. Um, asked me to go to Kentucky, but I was gonna say I was gonna say yeah. Cal was gone by yeah. the time, right? Oh, so. he had to recruit you here. No, he, he recruited you for Kentucky. Well, he was he was here. He, he was, was like, that's the year Memphis. that he was That's leaving. what I'm saying. He but, was recruited you to Memphis. Yeah, Same but, here, like John Wall. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but he was like, yo, we're going to Kentucky. Come with us. <laughs> and so I started to, I had to kind of separate myself and think about it. And, and ultimately I said no, of course, because mm-hmm. uh, I like to be a man of my word. If I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to mm-hmm. do it. But second, that year, it had Daniel Orton come in. Mm-hmm. Patrick Patterson was already there. yeah. Then they had DeMarcus Cousins. Mm-hmm. So that's four bigs I'm having to fight for playing time. Mm-hmm. And I only had two years left because I went to junior college. Right. So it's like, no, nah, yeah. I'm not with that. Yeah. You know, right. It wasn't, it wasn't the maybe best two opportunity people, for you. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. like, oh, I'm not really with that. Yeah. So I decided to come here, you know, yeah. play. had a great time. But when you say come here, you mean stay. Well, yeah, stay. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, already yeah, I already signed. So, so, I so you did, yeah, you were one of the few. Were you one of the only ones that, like, had already committed to stay here? I was the only one. Really? The only one? Did people say you were, like, dumb, like, for doing that? Yeah, a lot of people did. A lot of people did. But, like, Memphis has been so good to me. Yeah. And I try and give back to the city as much as I can. Yeah. Um, Everybody just on every aspect of life and every avenue, like, so many people have have been so good to me. Yeah. so what do you think of, what do you think of, like, Passner, what is... I love Passner. You love Passner. A lot of people don't like him, but I love him. Yeah. Um, talk to you like a man, respect you, never call you out of your name. Yeah. Um, I respond to that better than I was going to say, what did you think about, because, you know, there was the whole opinion, like, he needs to cuss these players yeah. out, like, Cal did, some you know guys, what I mean, like... Some, some guys need to be cussed out, but Cal yeah. had a rougher crowd, uh-huh. you know what I mean, um... Um, I remember one time when I came on my visit, uh, Matt Simpkins was a player here. I don't mm-hmm. know if y'all remember Matt Simpkins, but Sounds like, man, something that went down on the bus. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't paying attention. He was late or something. Um, Cal ripped him, got on the bus. Matt got on the bus late. Was, you rat bastard. You need to get your mama's <laughs> oh, titty man. out your mouth. Oh, my you God. mother. Man, <laughs> custom all kinds of sideways and just like didn't care. Yeah. I remember Cal. Yeah. He was yeah. on the bus in front of everybody. Yeah. He didn't care. Cal did not care. Wait, no. how were you on the bus? I was I was on a visit, recruiting visit. Oh, I was yeah. Visit. I was Cal, that's how you, we used to have fun like watching like when we watch him on TV and trying to read his lips because it was always like something crazy that he was saying or whatever. And you know, like I said, there was a bunch of people. Yeah. And I mean I everybody was like I felt like well, most people were on board with Pastner and then as it the years went on they got tired of you know, Those like it was basically like they're like, yeah, he's a good example, but we're not. And in, in at the end of the day, oh, in Memphis, yeah. they want to win, so it's yeah. like, well, you know, we need to. Of course, he ended up moving on, which is good for him and or whatever. Well. So, huh? Yeah, well. yeah, yeah. And he yeah. caught a lot of flack, man. One thing I really liked about Pastor Pastor loved basketball, but he wanted guys to have life after basketball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It wasn't just like. We, you know, and it's certain coaches to... in the league, yeah. Like, you see Cal, you see in dollar sign. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm like, the play for Cal. I'm one and done. I'm yeah. trying to get this yeah. money. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Pastner was, you know, he made sure. I mean, guys got punished for not mm-hmm. going to class. Guys got punished for not turning in assignments, which is great. That's mm-hmm. what it's supposed to be. Right. I know. Now, granted, I know. But it makes the playing money. field not fair when other people aren't making Dang. other guys do that stuff, Dang, though, man. I think. And, like, I know wins bring in revenue and stuff mm-hmm. like that, but. That's low key kind of yeah. selfish. I know people want to play basketball, but like. So, what do you think about? Do you think college players should be paid? I mean, like a, legit to, paid to on a, the books, to paid. a certain <laughs> extent. Um, I know we bringing in revenue mm-hmm. and we bringing in you know 
new facilities and new buildings mm-hmm. and stuff. But like, yeah. I mean, if you think about it, we are being paid. But you know how expensive it is to go to school? Mm-hmm. I thought about going back to school when I was done <clears throat> to get my master's because, I mean, you damn near need a master's to get a job these mm-hmm. days. Man, I needed, like, one course to take to really start my journey. And this lady was like, man, that's going to be quite a few grades. Yeah. And I was like, man, you keep yeah. books and it's class. Yeah. That's why, well, that's why there's, like, so many people with student loans. Yeah, I'm not trying to do it. And I hear all my friends saying, I got to pay student loans, student loans. It's a blessing yeah. to not have to pay any kind of right. money. Like, because right. Because right. these yeah. I hear, I got a couple from, man, when we talk about budgeting. And just when we have a little conversation, I got a friend say, um, she got to give Sally May 800 a month. Oh my God. And she said she's going to be paying off her student loans until she's 60 down there. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. She's come up with some cash. Yeah, yeah. School expensive, man. I know, I know. And then it's, it's like even harder to get a job now. So it's yeah. like they're paying for these degrees. And then, I mean, you know, you hope that they get jobs, but a lot of kids are having, str- or they're getting jobs that are under, like they're, they could do something way better, but they're having to do something at a lower level because they can't get yeah, hired or you know, intern, whatever. Don't get paid. Right. Yes, man. It's a, it's, it's a, Yes. So uh, the years that you played in Memphis, refresh my memory about you on the tournament in the NCAA. Y'all, yeah, we went to the yeah, we because that was like back then. You at least got to the first yeah. round, mm-hmm. right? Like that. So but Will that Barton, was it. Antonio Barton, Chris Crawford. Will Barton. Yeah, he's he's uh, doing well in the yeah, NBA yeah. now. Yeah. What's so funny is like if if you ever did play like you were saying about Memphians, like if you ever did play in Memphis, like and you're an NBA player, like and you come to the forum, like you know, playing the Grizzlies or whatever, like they almost always show you love. Like yeah. if you, Will Bar, always. any of them get always. like when their name gets announced, they start cheering. Now the only one forever, anyone that didn't that went with Cal used to get booed. You know what I mean? Like yeah. every time, like. DeMarcus Cousins or uh, John Waller, you know, whatever, yeah. like, they would get booed every time because Memphians don't forget on oh, shit like that. They can yeah. kind of, like, be kind of bitter about, I mean, I'm not I'm not a fan of Cal, and I'm like, I, I don't, I'm not, I, yeah. I'm not a fan. You know, they tried to do that thing there for a while where, like, what was it, like a Coach Cal night or something like that, and people were like, no. No, I'm good <laughs> like, on that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 like, it's like, no, we're good yeah, on they, that. They like, that yeah, day. you know, but... Because I just remember, I remember all of us like watching, like they literally had that live <coughs> feed of his house. And I'm like sitting yeah. there watching My it. My wife was that on the live feed. She was on there. Like, yeah, Lauren, she was yeah. the producer. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the uh, reporter. Reporter, yeah. The Fox, anyway. Yeah, yeah and they did this station. whole thing where they were like yeah. acting like he was thinking about it and all oh, this yeah. shit. But really, he was just trying to get all his like people in yeah, a row yeah, and, yeah, yeah, you know, all that yeah. kind of stuff. So it's one of those things. I still have some sort of bitterness towards, I didn't think he got enough you know, legally, like, Rose and some other people, it got kind of put on them and then not necessarily on yeah. him. Yeah. And it's like, you know, people have their own opinions, but I'm like, all right, he was in the NBA and some shit happened. He was in the college and shit happened. Oh, yeah. And he's not, he don't have anything to do with any of this. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like. No, I agree. Yeah, no. He's so, I mean, for sure. I mean, and, you know, everybody's so like, we well, all liked him when he was winning. It's like, yeah, I did. I, we did like him. For sure. But he's any different than, like, Matt Barnes. Right, right. I mean, it's like, but if you're not. He's or, our Matt Barnes. We'll take it. Right, right. But, um, so, um, you were in Memphis for two years and then you graduated. So you weren't, yeah, you weren't like a guy. You did four yeah. years, between the other college and yeah, then you yeah. did four years. Yeah. And then you had a criminology? Mm-hmm. Is that what it is? Yeah. So, was that something that interested you? Or you yeah, it was, what's, what's weird is that, like, it was something I wanted to do. Um, and, like, so I currently work for St. Jude. Mm-hmm. And, like, when I was looking, you know, going, you know, running around trying to find a job, um, a buddy of mine 
that goes to High Point in Carterville. Mm-hmm. He works for the FBI. He's here in Memphis. He was like, look, man, I'm about to, I got you. We're going to make this happen. I know this is what you want. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to make a call. You call this number and tell them so-and-so sent you. Gonna set you up. Gonna get you these these interviews started. Gonna send you off to Quantico. Mm-hmm. Like we're gonna make this happen. Wow. And like that same day, I get a phone call from St. Jude's. Like, yo, we got a position open. Mm-hmm. You want to take it? I was just like, man, maybe this is a sign. Right. Like, I don't know if I really need to be running around trying to catch that guy. <laughs> so my baby seven. Right. Right. Or my right. baby wasn't seven at the time, but like, right. I just had a baby. Yeah. Like, I and mean, my thing was to stay here in Memphis to be yeah. around my kids. So like. Yeah, because I read a story uh, that you were actually getting ready to go play. Because you, did you play internet? You played yeah, internationally, I did. I did. and you were getting ready to go back out to play again. Turkey. Yeah. And I read that you were talking to your daughter, and you kind of just like hit you that it was different. Like she yeah. asked you not to go, and she did. She yeah. said, "Don't straight up, don't leave." Yeah, <laughs> bad. no guilt, no guilt there. <laughs> like, Daddy, please don't leave. It was so bad. Like, please, she said, please don't go. And she just got older because. Right. You know, 10 weeks, I mean, I mean, excuse me, 10 months mm-hmm. wasn't two weeks anymore because, mm-hmm. you know, she was so young. She really yeah. didn't understand the concept right. of time. But when she got older, she kind of understood, like, he's about to be gone for a very long time. Yeah. Like, you can't leave again. Yeah, and yeah. She got to cry. And Aww. Hugging on me. And, and so you were like, like, I can't do <laughs> So I done left all this money on the yeah. table. yeah. Because a lot of guys make uh, a lot of money, yeah. like, overseas. I just left it all. And that was, like, my year, too, like... Mm-hmm. If I would have bought out that year, I would have tripled my contract that next year. Like that was, that was like my breakout season mm-hmm. right there. And I just like, like yeah, off. yeah, because yeah. I mean, <laughs> things. And I mean, I'm sure you had a lot of guys that were around you. Like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, like, and even this tournament I went to go play. Uh-huh. It was like, I'm playing. It's like, wait, what you doing, man? It's it's a bag out here for you. You need to be playing. Like, yeah, you, well, because they're man. watching you and they're like, yeah. why are you still playing? Yeah. Like, How yeah. Yeah. That's not. Yeah, you that's go back and try out. No, man. Because yeah. then everything I didn't built and everything I got going, I'm throwing in the trash. Yeah, no, no, I get what you're saying. But it's like, if I leave, I got to start from the ground again. Yeah. And it's like. And that's probably a constant thing, though. People being like, why aren't you still playing? Yeah, you should yeah, be, you know, 100%. all that. But I mean, we talked about this, I think it was you and me discussing when we were talking about him being in the tournament last week or two weeks ago about how just because the guy's not in the NBA like people there's a misconception that that means there's a huge jump from the NBA players to the ones that don't that play overseas and it's like sometimes it's not like some I mean like you're talking about NBA is like it's a very small pool but if you're playing with guys that are you know playing overseas or even D-League all that like like I was saying, my husband Chris, like they had a guy that just had played in college and they were playing at some gym or something. And the guy was like, I'm only going to play defense. Like, I'm not even going to play offense on you. And Chris was like, I felt like I was playing against like Michael Jordan. He's like the skill level that I'm shocked that doesn't get in the NBA. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the, there's there's a ton of guys that are like over there that, that choose to stay over there. Yeah. You know, keeping my name on this tax free. Yeah. Are they, and they're bigger stars over there, right? Like, yeah, you become yeah. a bigger star. Um, I played with a guy. Where did you play? Like, what country were you in? I was all over the place. In Israel, um, Montenegro. I was in uh, Qatar, Dubai, uh, France, mm-hmm. Greece. That's crazy. I, I bounced with uh, Serbia. I bounced around a little bit. Yeah. I bounced around a little bit. I had a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I, I feel too like. Too much fun, probably. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, I'm assuming. Yeah, that's that. How often do they play like over there? Like it like, sucks because you're usually only playing one game a week. Really? Yeah. It's the worst. It's yeah. The worst, but like. Just, so you got all this free time, yeah. which could be the I worst. I mean, well, no, not really, because people think you over there just having the time of your life. Yeah, okay. yeah. Man, you practicing like two, three times a day. Really? You're waking up, um, you usually run through sets, you're putting up shots. Mm-hmm. Then you probably got a lift right after that, mm-hmm. or a couple hours after that. Then you got your evening practice. Your evening practice is when you're getting after, you know, five on five, you're scrimmaging mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And then, I mean, you go to sleep by the time you get you after three times a day, yeah. you tired, you get you something to eat, you right. won't go to sleep because yeah. you got to wake up and do it again the next day. Yeah, because that's, that's more practice than they do probably in college or obviously oh, gosh, in NBA. Yeah. NBA yeah. don't do yeah. any practice. Yeah. It's, a, it's a grind over there. Yeah. It really is. Now, right. you enjoy it. The, the things I've seen, the things I've done, the people I've... Like, I wouldn't take it. Like, I don't regret it. Right. I, I mean... I had a blast. Like, I was, if I didn't have my baby, if I didn't have Charlie, yeah. I wouldn't have came back to America. Okay. Yeah. That was how you, so you really, see, because me, I always thought, like, I wouldn't came back. I don't, I, being in other countries, and I don't know the mm. language, and I, you know what I mean? Like, but then again, yeah. a lot of people in other countries know how to speak more than one, yeah. just one language, I, I, unlike I, I, Americans. Yeah. yeah. Did, you, did you pick up on the language? Greek. I was able to speak Greek for a while. Yeah. Um, I didn't kind of forgot about it, because I was in Greece for two years. Yeah. So I was able to pick it up, a whole conversation, and talk with people. Yeah. Did you play with any guys that you used to like you used to play with in college? I played against Jeremy Hunt. In you did. Greece. Yeah. In Greece, played against him. Um, how long do guys play like overseas? Like how old? Like what's the age? How, how long your body? Is it about the same? Yeah, same as NBA. I mean, or like something? I said, it's, no, because this. I mean, it, it really is like a grunt. Because you, when you get over there, like you ain't got all the fancy ice machines. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. All that stuff. Like. Yeah. I mean, it's and we're all grown. We're adults yeah. over there, so like. After basketball, you know, after practice, and it blew my mind because you really have to get outside your comfort zone over there. So, like, one of the first days, you know, I'm, I'm aching. I'm, you know, I'm like, yo, I need some ice. I'm looking for some ice. The trainer's like, you can go get an ice bath. Mm-hmm. And there was, like, around the corner in the locker room somewhere. I get there in the ice bath, man, it's three, four men in the same tub. Naked, <laughs> just chilling, like, you getting in? And I was like, uh, nah, I'm, I'm a chill like, I'm right now. Yeah. But I was still kind of, I was still kind of in, in a different mindset. Uh-huh. But over there, it's really like do or die. If you're not winning games or if you're not producing, you're getting fired. You're done. They cut right. your, they stay. Yeah. They, I've been playing with people. I've, yeah, I think there's a misconception that it's not, that they're not taking it serious over there. It's like they're hard. No, no, no. I've literally like when I was in Israel, yeah. and you know, a lot of players have a hard time, mm-hmm. except but I don't. Like I got cut when I was in Israel, mm-hmm. just because I, I was just I was playing bad. My mom, I wasn't. I was I was in a bad spot. Mm-hmm. We had practice one day. Mm-hmm. We had practice one day. Um, it was it was two a day, so we went to morning shots, weights, whatever. I go home, take a nap. I wake up. And the team ain't even said anything. It's this website that you all you can see where players going. It's like a form almost. I wake up to go look at it. Just something that was like routine. I mm-hmm. wake up to see where my friends at and stuff. It's Will Coleman gets released from so and so. I said, "Dude, you read Motherfuckers didn't even tell me. Yeah, read I read it. I'm, I wake up. I call my agent. Like, yo, what's good? Oh I'm reading. And they was like, yeah, man, you gonna get your plane ticket when you get to uh, to the gym. Cold. So just home here. Yes. Understand, man. Every day was a battle because yeah. you never knew. Like if you wasn't producing, then you so in your contracts it. with those teams, there, there, they had all the leverage. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. 
So you, you had know, to read a report or a, like a thing that you were released. Like nobody called you. Or, that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's, but they could I, also just push you and not pay you. They have to no, they have they to compensate you. Out. Yeah, there's yeah. somebody, a team. I have to buy you out, or they have to pay you, or whatever. But right. like, man, they yeah. send you home. Yeah. You no, know? and then some people got their families over there. Oh, you well. know, some people got their kids, mm-hmm. and their wife, wife just to stay at home. You know, mm-hmm. whatever. Right. But like, man, it's like one day you're fi- you're working and one day you're not. Like, exactly. Yeah. Just like that. Yeah. Yeah. Man, is there so yeah so there's no is there a, or were you saying there is a guaranteed contract or no guaranteed yeah contract? yeah depending on how good your agent is and right stuff like that you're gonna get your money right and so then you decided agent. so how long did you play overseas how many years did you play um, overseas seven eight seven so a long seven. time yeah, yeah yeah but your daughter was like don't go and you're like shit yeah, like it's exactly. too <laughs> I can't I can't have right. that in my memory or right. something yeah, but it's amazing that you so you really only played basketball for like four years five, six years before you went mm-hmm. pro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's crazy. Yeah, I know. Yeah, usually, I mean, especially nowadays, like, starting in 11th grade is, like, unheard of. Like, right. unheard. I mean, unless you just shoot up, like, three feet yeah. in that summer, like, guys, yeah. like, kids start being, like... I mean, you don't go... You you can play basketball. Yeah. Or any sport. Yeah. Especially in high school. Especially right. if you're in private school. Right. In 11th grade. Right. Starting. Zero percent of those people go play. Go, college. yeah, yeah. College anything, yeah, and do as well as he did. Yeah, yeah. they don't. Sure. They definitely don't ever make it. Yeah, long. these days, like kids are like you're, whether it's baseball, basketball, any of them, like they're they're like getting them primed when they're like seven, seven. <laughs> yeah, seven. I mean, like my nephew plays in like baseball tournaments. He's like seven or eight, and they're like we're in the World Series. We're doing. I mean, like serious shit. Like Under Armour sponsors like their yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. I'm oh, like, yeah. no, it's what? Crazy. Like, right. I played for the girls' club, and it wasn't that, like, serious. we didn't get anything paid for. Of athletics run the world, man. Yeah. Like, it really, like, yeah. It's a money-making, even the kids' shit is money-making yeah, businesses, they, you know. So, so you, didn't pay, did, you didn't play AAU or any of um, I played one year, but it was like, back then, I played in an organization called YBOA. It was like Youth Basketball of America. In okay. like, right? Uh, yeah, but they don't. So well, you, my, you, leaving my 10th, going into my 11th grade. So you did, like, you legit. Did not play on a like even a church. Man, team. I was playing video games, riding my bike. I, I man, I like a, a lot of people don't understand. Man, I stayed in a lot of trouble. Nothing. I used to. I went through a little pyro stage where I used to like to set shit on fire. <laughs> I went through a. Uh, I went through. A klepto like... st- I went through a klepto stage where I was stealing. Yeah. Um, man, it was it was bad, and I got caught up. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people don't understand. Um, and I don't share a lot of stuff with a lot of people, but. Mm-hmm. So like I got into a certain situation where I was I was rolling with the wrong people mm-hmm. and like it was I think I, I stole a Game Boy, mm-hmm. stole a Game Boy from like a couple friends of mine. Um, these dudes found out who got their Game Boy. I was gonna say, did you get got my ass shit. kicked? You yeah, got your ass kicked. I was still yeah. tall in there. I right. didn't have mass. I was still tall. So it was legit like six or seven people. Yeah. Like, we need to make sure we got enough because we'll kind of be. How old were you? Like 16? <laughs> like 16? Yeah. Like, I got my ass kicked. Wow. It was. It's like a like a lesson you didn't want to learn. Yeah, but, it was but, bad. And the thing is, like. You think that. Did that change shit, though? Were you like. Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah. 100%. And, like, when, when somebody jumping on you, I mean, it's not like. It's not advice you give it. It's not like people walk around just getting jumped <laughs> right, on. Right, right. But, like, the number one rule is that you do not fall. Yeah. Because if you fall on the ground and these people jumping on you, yeah. you're done. You're done. Yeah. And so I fail. Oh, I'm God. getting kicked, yeah. my face beating. That's even I'm true like, in UFC. If they take you down, yeah, like, to yeah, the ground. If you're not a guy that fights on the ground, yeah, like, it's you're fucked. It's bad. <laughs> so, like, after that, 
Man, I was like the hell with this. Yeah. Like, I got it's not to, worth it. Yeah. yeah. I got to I got to fly right because my mom always said. And you, you, you probably felt school. like you had an option. Being taller, you're like, I'm at least gonna see if I got an option. Mm-hmm. Yeah, What'd you say? Now you gonna steal? You steal? You gonna What'd keep? You that, I wasn't trying to be it. I got right. I wasn't a thug. I'm not a thug. Right. Man, I don't. I'm not, I don't pretend to be. Yeah. I don't like. I'm just <laughs> right. a, a normal guy that grew right. up on a military base. I ain't trying to whoop nobody. I ain't trying to. You yeah. know, I'm not that. That's yeah. not me. You know. Yeah. So I wasn't running around trying to be that. And right. I was just like tis. Yeah. That little that phase lasted for a week. Yeah. Was your dad? No, he was military. Like, yeah, so, I, mean, I used to get asked. I was going to say, he's probably not like, putting up with that. Got in trouble. Um, and it was dumb shit. No, we really wasn't dumb shit. He just he held kid. me for account. You know, just kept held me accountable. Like, mm-hmm. if I went to school and didn't make my bed, I got ass whooping. Yeah. If I went to school and wore a collar shirt mm-hmm. with no t-shirt under it, I got my ass whooping. Really? Yeah, okay, that's, that's like, a little far. <laughs> yeah, he was just that military mind. Like, if I'm at home ready for dinner mm-hmm. at this time... Like, and there were certain things he would do to kind of like set me up to see if I would mm-hmm. like fail. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, let me see if you're going to be responsible mm-hmm. about this. Well, like give me like an open ended task to see if I would find the right way to figure out where I'm supposed to be going or what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. So like, um, for example, like if we were to go to church, mm-hmm. you know, I had a cell phone, whatever. He was just like, we're going to church at this time. You need to be ready at this time. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to wake you up. Yeah. You're old enough to wake yourself up. So you need to figure out basically how much time you need to get ready. Yeah. Um, and we're going to meet downstairs in the kitchen and get ready to go for church. If you get left, guess what? You're going to ask when we get home because I told you we leaving at this time. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And like my mom will be ready. My sister will be ready. Mm-hmm. And hell, the damn dog will be ready. They <laughs> let the dog leave the house. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just little stuff like that or I would have to meet him or like get my homework done or any mm-hmm. kind of little stuff. It was so he, just, grew, he, he raised you with a military mind. Yeah, yeah, 100%. My mom, was she gave me, threw me all the TLC and mm-hmm. you know, or something. When I needed yeah, something, my mom Yeah, you gotta have a balance was, to that. Yeah, yeah, my mom and my grandmother because we live relatively close. Mm-hmm. If I needed something or if I was in trouble, they would have wanted to, you know, kind of. Yeah, you know, My dad there. was like, you were going I'm there. not helping you, you little dummy. You shouldn't have, you know what I mean? He, yeah. Are your parents still together? Guess. No, no, no. no. They're divorced. Are they big? Yeah, my mom's about uh yeah, my mom's like six four, my dad's six six. Wow. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you came out yeah. honest. Yeah. Yeah. And ass whoopings was like Yeah. I mean it was it wasn't no she gave And you had how many siblings you got? One. One. Just one. Sister, Older she's sister? Six foot, yeah, she's five she's, years older than me. Did she play basketball? No. No. She's, she quit. So yeah. it was too hard. <laughs> it just means she maybe she didn't love it enough. Yeah, like I, I mean, guess that that too that too or she was just lazy. Yeah. <laughs> Is that more your opinion? I know, 100%. She, like, went to practice, like, for two days. Like, man, I quit. Yeah. I can't. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, if there's shit that's, like, you have to love it to an extent. I mean, yeah, you can have discipline. But, like, a lot of these guys, like, especially if they're not in a position or women, like, in a position where it's easy for them. Like, you got to be willing to, like, put in the work. And, like, if you're not interested enough to, like, for it to be hard. You know what I mean? Like, But, I mean, I think that's the beauty of it. Not even just athletics, just life. Mm-hmm. If you if you want something bad enough, mm-hmm. or if you want to you you want to achieve something, you're gonna do whatever it takes, and you're going to appreciate the grind because you were the one that put in that work to do it. Regardless, if you want to learn something new, mm-hmm. if you want to read a book, or hell, if you want to improve a, a free throw percentage, mm-hmm. you're gonna do what you got to do to make sure it happens. And then when it does happen, or when you achieve that goal. 
you're so more you so much more grateful for because you were the one that did it. You didn't have any help. You didn't have any shortcuts, mm-hmm. and that's what make it so dope. Mm-hmm. You know, because a lot of people it take a lot to have that kind of work ethic. A lot of people yeah. choose not to. Yeah. Like, I'll start tomorrow. Dude. Or like I can do it the next day. So do you think like, your dad's like the way he was disciplined, like <laughs> like being as disciplined as he is? Because it takes discipline to stay in, like yeah. to play basketball mm-hmm. to do all that. Like, mm-hmm. did that help you? you oh, one hundred percent, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Just because I didn't want to be, I didn't want to be a statistic. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I just that's just the word I mm-hmm. use. I just didn't want to be another guy that was just kind of like lost in the system or mm-hmm. just like. And I'm the only person in my family with a degree. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The only person in my family with a college degree. So yeah. like, was that a big deal for them whenever you graduated? Yeah. 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 Especially my mom. I don't have a college degree. Kind of, yeah. So I mean, it's, it's impressive. She was like, I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm the only one, and that I'm proud of that. Yeah. Because I was the one who I could have easily dropped out. Yeah. Yeah. I could easily stop going to school or yeah. practice got hard and just quit. I was like, no, I want this. Yeah. I want my life to be different than everybody else. So that's when I decided to, you know. Were y'all close with like extended family, or was it just like military family, just y'all? Like, it was just us. Okay, and your grandma. Us. Yeah. As I would say. Yeah. yeah. It was just yeah. us. So like, I mean, it was rough. Yeah. Because I didn't always have the help or, or the people I wanted, but like even when I got in that trouble, it was certain people that were pouring to me, or like my high school coach was like, "Look, man, all this lying and stealing you doing. Mm-hmm. Like you don't. If you need something, ask me. Mm-hmm. You know." Yeah. Um, and he's, he's weird. I, I joke about it all the time and I laugh. His name is Dusty Purdue. <laughs> it's yeah. really, it's really weird name. But like, <laughs> it's like, first off, his mom's name is Debbie. I'm like, Debbie, why are you name? Dusty? Why would you get Dusty? Dusty? But like, it fit him because uh-huh. the type of person he is and the type of heart he has. Mm-hmm. He did whatever he had to do to make sure I stayed out of trouble. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever. Regardless, of, I mean, I stayed with him for a while. He was like your mentor. Yeah. Because yeah. like, that year, my senior year, and I kind of knew what was going to happen, but my, my senior year is when things got nasty in my house because my parents mm-hmm. were going through a divorce. He was like, look, just come stay with me mm-hmm. like you. And I think I stayed with him for about two months. Wow. Him and his daughters. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I hung out with him and I hung out with another friend of mine by the name of Jamie Wheeler. They all really just came together and was mm-hmm. like, look, dog, like, it's not you. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're not this... All this trouble you in, right? And the stuff going on at your house, like we, I'm not trying to hear that. You can't use that. They talk like you're not allowed to use that as a, as a crutch anymore, right? You grown, like you're able. When you turn 18, you are an adult. Yeah, yeah. You can go to jail. You can. It's a whole new ball game. Mm-hmm. So, like as I started to venture into that adulthood, going into my senior year, they was like, "Look, man, this. If you about to leave home, you can't. You can't be out there wilding mm-hmm. like that. Because at yeah. the end of the day, don't nobody give a damn about yeah. you. Yeah." You know, you're going to have people that care or whatever, but, like, you got to yeah. take care of yourself. Right. And that's what they did for me. Right. You know? And it's like, yeah, there's not necessarily somebody there that can just, like, write a check and get yeah, yeah. out the hook. Exactly. You know exactly. what I mean? Like, exactly. like, a lot of, like, there's certain kids who I think stay in trouble because they, like, know their dad's beating them out of it. Somebody's yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like, and it's like, everybody didn't have that option. And then also, I think a lot of it is glorified when really it's like some of the guys that are doing that shit, like... That's because they feel like they have no other choice. It's not like it's cool. Like so, if you get this mentality that that's why you're doing, like, because it's cool or because it's this or you look street or you look whatever, it's like no, a lot of those guys are doing it because they don't feel like they have another option. Like these these kids that do it, that do. I'm always Mm -hmm. like, no, like they would take your like they will. They wish they were in your shoes. Like you know, it's always it's always worse. My my mom always told me, and I say it a lot. 
because it really resonates with me and I really like it. And she always said, even on your, your worst day, you better than somebody on their best mm-hmm. day. No matter where you at, no matter what situation you're in, mm-hmm. it's always somebody worse. Yeah. So, like, you have to always be willing to break the mold and really try and become a better person and level up to a, a, a certain a certain aspect in life, really. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, it's a dog-eat-dog dog world. If you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing, I mean, you're going to get gobbled up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Get, for sure. Don't get lost in the sauce. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Like, <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, and for me, that once basketball was over with, and you know, thank God, you know, Cole really came to me about what he was doing, and it was like fitness. That's my yeah. thing. Yeah. So that's a like when we go back to that. So you once you decided, like your daughter was like, "Don't go." You were like, "Okay, I'm not going." Yeah. And then uh, what did you do after that? Were you like, Man, I a grind. Get a job." Yeah, it was really a grind yeah. because I was looking. It was the end of a fiscal year. Nobody was. Nobody was hiring people, right. so I really had to grind it out. So I, like, I had to put my pride aside mm-hmm. and, and, you know, just get off my high horse. Yeah. I, I'm like, I went to sell donuts. Yeah, no, I read an article that yeah. you were working at Gibson's Yeah, I, was, and all I that. sold donuts, man. Yeah. And it was really dope to be in that position because Don really, he, he, he taught me, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, how to make a donut, mm-hmm. all about profit and business, like... You know how to make a donut? Yeah. <laughs> and it, it, like, it, it, legit, donuts? it legit, man, it costs like, only, it costs like five, ten cents. Oh, yeah. Donut. And profit is good in a dirty and donut like, shop, I think. Don could sell donuts for $4 a piece. And that's because they're that good. Yeah. They're really good donuts. Yeah. I but like, think they have a website. Like, he's, he's like, yeah. he makes it just doing yeah. regular and, shit. Um, yeah. Being involved with fitness, I kind of figured out, you know, once I saw the business side of things, mm-hmm. I just found out that I love fitness because I was teaching soccer bar classes as well. Gotcha. As well. So That's like, the first thing you did that was like fitness really. Yeah. Okay. Donuts and Donuts fitness. and cycles. It was really weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really weird. No, that's like, cold. That's how cold is his life. Straight up. <laughs> and so like being in fitness, I found so like I don't know if people understand like what you when you eat a donut. Mm-hmm. Like you're, like I have to stay away from so them. Bad. They're my weakness, legit. <laughs> legit. I literally only get them, like, I get my husband to get them on my birthday and then, like, one other time. Because I can eat, like, yeah. I, I, I don't eat a lot, but I can sit there and I could probably eat 12 donuts and I wouldn't feel full and, like, yeah. they're they're horrible for you. What are you going to say? A donut, like, your body, it's, it's so bad for you. Like, your body doesn't even know how to process it. It literally just, like, gums it up. Oh, and it's, it's still your, one of the few things with, like, trans fat in and it. And it stays in your system. Yeah. It gives you diabetes. You know what? I, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, they're so good. If um, you stopped working out, you would care when no, you were no, like... That's Yeah. And one other thing that I read, a lot of people don't understand, like, a power rate. Mm-hmm. It's like a 32 Tons ounce. Of sugar. It, it's like the equivalent of five glazed donuts. Yeah. Like that's how much sugar. It's crazy. It's, it's so I'm crazy. a sugar addict. I'll admit yeah. that. Like it's it's the hardest thing. Like I could stop drinking alcohol. I could stop doing all kinds of things. Sugar is like my thing. Like yeah. and I legit, you know, and I said I have no idea if this is true, but I have people on Twitter that have wrote to me and they're like, I was legit addicted to drugs and it was easier for me to get off of them than sugar. Yeah. Like yeah. because it's basically sugar like. Is- yeah, yeah, it's like a legal drug. Yeah, because the more you eat it, the more you want of it, and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, so you were you started teaching cycle bar classes, um, and then you were like, like, did you decide like I'm gonna be a personal trainer? Is that? Yeah, because I do enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, right now, it's all about group fitness. Yeah, I mean, because 
One thing about group fitness, a lot of people don't understand when you go to a group fitness class, regardless if you say it or not, you want to be a part of mm-hmm. something. You yeah. want to be a part of a community. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the reason I know Cole is from the gym that we went to or yeah. whatever. And I was telling somebody the other day at a store, they were talking about something. And I said, they asked me where I worked out and I told them. And I was like, yeah, it's, it's, it's actually cool because it's one of the few places once college is over that you, as an adult, you can make friends. Like, there's not very many places you're going. And you seem like a creep if you're an adult and like, Hey, do you want to be my friend? Yeah. <laughs> like, people yeah. think you're psycho. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And so That's fitness has been where we met, where I met like all my a lot of my current friends. Mm-hmm. You know, and they keep you accountable. And it's a platform. All, yeah, it's a pla- it's a platform. Mm-hmm. It's a platform. And you so. teach boot camp classes, correct? Yeah. Yeah, like a um, gym. Man, it's not even. It it started off literally as like an idea. Yeah. And I was like, man, let me see. Throw it out there. If anybody's and, interested. Instagram. You know, I put it on Instagram. Would anybody be interested? Oh, I'm sure. Will, they're like, yeah, Will Coleman, they're like, I'm in. Yeah, right. and then one person here is like, yeah, another person, yeah, yeah. So it started off with like two, three people. Mm-hmm. And it's growing. It's not nowhere near where I want it, but like, the main but reason. it's like I, early, right? Like yeah. Mornings. yeah. Main reason I wanted to start it is because um, I wanted to be able to provide affordable fitness mm-hmm. and also with the idea to let people know um, that, or really not just provide some kind of fitness because everybody out here they don't want to raise a six pack they, mm-hmm. they don't want bulging biceps they don't want you know these mm-hmm. boulder shoulders right. everybody don't want that some right. people just want to be healthy mm-hmm. and this is kind of what boot camp is it's just body weight um exercises with mm-hmm. like small you know i got some small equipment it's minimal but like, I heard there's a lot of high car, like a lot of cardio. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of cardio because that that that's that really what keeps interval you training. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that that interval training, that intensity is what keeps that is what burns those calories. Yeah, and what's, what what keep you thin? You know what I mean? So like, a lot of people come keep their heart rate up. You uh-huh. know, that yeah, Lord burn. And I saw Cole's been there and he's done videos and like y'all even did like basketball drills. Or yeah, yeah. And my husband came to one of the classes and he was like, I knew it was gonna be high cardio. He's like a weightlifting type guy mm-hmm. and he was like, I knew it was gonna be a lot of cardio. He's like, do you remember? Because I, I played basketball when I was younger, like girls' club and stuff. He's like, you remember line drills? I was like, yeah. He's like, yeah, we did those. He's like, I forgot how much those suck. <laughs> yeah, they, they really do suck. But yeah. it's, it's that cardio, man. It's yeah. so good. Like just running, period. Running uh-huh. is literally the best. So are you a runner? To lose weight. No, I hate running. <laughs> <laughs> I did too. I did too. But, but I do it because. Right. I choose to look a certain way because I can't tell Jane Doe to do 10 push-ups if I can't do 10 push-ups, yeah. you know what I mean? Right. Or I, I feel can't like a fraud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't, I can't do that. So I would never ask. The only thing that would limit me from doing something when I ask somebody else to do it is like my, my size, my mm-hmm. height. Right. That's the only thing that'll keep me from. Yeah. So I would never ask anybody to do something that I can't do. Yeah. Or ask them to do something that I know they can't do. Right. At that time. Right. Yeah. So, so y'all and your the classes have grown though. Like now yeah, they, they've grown, yeah, yeah. and I'm trying to. It's still a little, it's still a little, a little chaotic. Yeah. Um, and what started as a group message, um, I love it, but it'll probably soon come to an end, uh-huh. just because it needs to be a little more professional. Uh-huh. And like me, you know, constantly texting people, right. y'all in this group. It's not unprofessional, mm-hmm. but it's not professional at the same time. It's not like well, it's not scalable. I, probably. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's not like before I teach a soccer bar class, I'm like, okay, everybody make sure they bring their spin shoes. Right. You know what I mean? So I want to, I, I want to get to a point to where when they show up to this location, 
they have everything. All they need is they they water, they yeah. tennis shoes or whatever. Yeah. Um, eventually, I want to open my own building mm -hmm. and open my own gym. Mm -hmm. It's a long way from that, but like literally trying to build this from mm -hmm. the ground up. And there's yeah. been certain people um, that's been so so supportive, mm -hmm. and it's and it's great. And I need that. Um, and and another one huge person. Um, she's not here. She lives out in Cali. Uh, a friend of mine named Pega Olfat. Mm -hmm. um, she has been in my corner ever since. We met through Cycle Bar, actually. And she does kind of the same thing out in Cali. But she's been just there from the jump. Never wavered, never never bent, never left. Has just been like that constant cheerleader. Mm -hmm. And I have some of those same people here, you know, like Cole. Yeah. Um, so, Cole, you yeah. ended up, I mean, obviously you knew who Will Coleman was and everyone in Memphis. Like, I feel like you were, by the way, like a fan favorite. Like, my husband was talking about some guy at work and he's like, I went to a Will Coleman fitness class. He's like, oh, that was my favorite player. He's my favorite player. I guess, like, I don't, people, you were likable. They right. liked you, you know, like you were a fan favorite. But, so you obviously knew him, obviously, from that. But then, like, what was it? Because you, with Diversifit, like, when did you start, like, so like I oh, he really, could be a part of that? I mean, I knew Will, just the name. Uh -huh. I, mean, I didn't really know much. Mm -hmm. And then I met him through Cycle Bar. Okay. And frankly, didn't meet him through Cycle Bar until late in my Cycle Bar mm -hmm. existence. Or He's a busy dude. Like, I, I had to yeah. walk up and be like... I was like, I'm in the corner and at this cycle bar and be like, hey, you said you were going to do my podcast. It's yeah. like, and now I walk up and I was like, oh yeah, he's taller than I remember. Like, but yeah. from far away, I didn't look and then I was looking up and I'm like, you going to do my podcast? That's right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So like, oh, his, his classes are, are at 5.30 a.m. Yeah. Right? I feel so, like I'd be scared of your classes. I mean, yeah, even some of the ones that are. I know your style. You'd have to stay up all night. Yeah. No. Well, no, I'm, I'm getting better at that. Like, I, I've got, look, sleeps. yes, I'm trying, I've got, like, a checklist thing, and I'm, like, getting up earlier, and it sucks, I, I, like, it sucks, you, not, yeah. it's not that early, you gotta change you know, your ways, but, yeah. it change, and it sucks, I mean, yeah. I'm not, I mean, blame it on me being a night person or whatever, but, yeah. Um, so he, so I didn't really see it mm -hmm. much, I mean, cause I didn't go to those classes, so then, <clears throat> I guess maybe on a Saturday, uh, or maybe a late afternoon, just random one day, that's, like, the just the drop-in mm -hmm. time that I went, he was the coach or the instructor. And, like, it was – it was his style's a little different than mm -hmm. the other cycle bars teachers. Mm -hmm. And he was, like, called me out a few times. Oh, you like that, though, right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you're like, no. <laughs> I mean, I don't like it. Well, you're highly competitive, though. it makes though. me work harder. Yeah. So he got that out of me. Uh, so I, I, I People like don't that. know, Cole's almost always – I don't know if you were in his class, but you're almost always first at cycle bar, like – you're like deceptively yeah. good at cardio. <laughs> like, yeah, I feel I like you could hustle people. Taylor uh, Somerville's on here. Like last week, we did his podcast. Oh, and yeah. I, I was like, he could. I was like, Cole could hustle people the way like pool players hustle people. Like I know you said the thing. You were like, I'll give a month free of Diversifit. Is that still stand by the way? If somebody wanted a free month of Diversifit, wait, wait, I didn't hear about this. Wait, what's going on? I didn't no, hear no, about no. This. He had the thing one time where he said, he said, if somebody can come, I challenge him. If they can get beat me in a cycle bar class. I'll give them a month free of diversity fit. And so I was like, oh, I need to like promote this because I want to see if it happens. Or oh, whatever. Man. But yeah. It stands. Yeah, it stands. If anybody wants to come. Open challenge. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. There's somebody. I, yeah, I'll, look, I, I, I like to win. Uh, I don't necessarily care about winning though. Like, I like to just, I like to play games. Yeah, yeah. I like to compete. 
Yeah. Because if I can, if we can compete, yeah, you're not the same type of competitive though that most people I'm are. I'm fine like, losing. Like, yeah. I don't care. Yeah. See, I, I, do I, I don't like losing. That's why I'm that, bad about not shit, doing I things I don't losing. like to do. I hate losing more than I like winning. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. That's what my heart is also. I mean, I'm like that too. I'm saying though that like the second the class ends and I see that I'm. That's when I'm winning. different. I act like the child the most when I'm competitive. You're like yeah, mad. See, really? See, I'm not. I'm just like, that's up. I get mad at myself. No, I get mad at myself. Sometimes. Yeah. There are times I'm like, I lost like that. Mm-hmm. I tried my best. I gave it you're highly all driven, and I still though. lost. Yeah, you're highly driven though. Sometimes I'm like, well, I, I could have done a little better in the 30th minute when I was letting myself relax a yeah. little bit. Whatever it may be. But then after I walk out of the room, like, I don't really care anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do. Not- I, I like rant on it for like an hour. Really? I mean, same thing when I watch the Grizzlies, like... People that follow me on Twitter when the Grizzlies are not playing, like, I'm just all, like, you know, motivational and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and, like, the Grizzlies start playing and somebody writes me back something and I'm like, fuck Chandler Parsons, you know, like, go on something. And everyone's yeah. like, that's you? I'm like, yeah, when it has to do with, like, the competition. Yeah, the Grizzlies. I mean, that's I mean, fine. I, yeah, or Tony Allen. Who, yeah, yeah, who's on my yeah. wall. Like, it's right. like, I love Tony Allen so much. Like, part of, I, I, I would relate to that. Uh-huh. Like, just... The only way... But I think you... Yeah. I let it get in my way, though. My emotions in my competitive... Oh, so you don't seem to be as emotional, which actually move. helps. No, it, it does help. Yeah. You have to... You, you can't... Your emotions only can... I mean, frankly, uh-huh. like, um, if you're competing in sports, your emotions are... Uh, the more emotion you show, the, the, the worse it is. Your yeah. heart rate's gonna go up. My favorite players which, show which, a in lot of emotion. Case, <laughs> my, in my sport of cycle bar or mm-hmm. whatever it is I'm competing in, that's a negative. Like yeah. you want to keep your heart rate low and mm-hmm. perform high. Yeah. Basketball's no different. The most people, the more emotion they're showing out there, the other teams like, well, we're on this guy's skin. Like we're mm-hmm. like Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. When he starts showing emotion, yes, NBA villain. Like dude, he's <laughs> he, he'll get t- he'll get. Text just left and right. Yeah. You know, he falls off the rail. He's off the rail. Mm-hmm. Like that's you know. I don't that's know. also but, why he's popular. I mean, like no, he's good. It's, it's, it's good. Yeah, 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 yeah. But having it's a personality good. and emotion. I mean, I, I don't. I'm. I would probably like Westbrook if I was a fan of like the teams he's yeah. on. Like, but it also like, it works as like LeBron. If, if you piss him off, mm-hmm. he plays better. Out. You gotta. You you gonna have a long. I think night. everybody's yeah, motivated yeah, differently. I, agree. He, I totally agree. Yeah. He zone in. Yeah. And will get in your ass. People are motivated by different things. Like some people are motivated. Some people are motivated by being like, you know, you like like even in a fitness class in a group fitness. My husband's like, I kind of like somebody that walks beside me. He's like, motherfucker, you're not gonna do blah blah. And I'm like, I'd be like, you like, yeah, I would not want. I mean, I don't like even like when I first started a group class and I was so shitty. And I was always last place or whatever. And, like, the trainer was like, all right, everybody, you can do it. And I was like, fuck you. I know I'm the last one, like, still doing shit. I don't need the whole class, like, Tell coming me. over, like, being like, blah, 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 like, you know, or whatever. But, yeah, the hoorah stuff. Right. So but that's what makes a good instructor, though. And anything. Mm-hmm. Figuring out their clientele. Yeah. Figuring out who need to be yelled yeah. at. And figure out who just trying to muddle through the day. It's a talent because there's, there's yeah. trainers. There's two right. types of trainers. Like, there's trainers who just, like, they know how to do the movements they teach you how and then there's the ones that know how to connect emotionally yeah. and they go like okay what motivates this person it's different than this mm-hmm. one i'm gonna like zero in on that yeah. and that's like you know grant they used to coach at iron Trump. Yeah. that's probably why i stayed that year that i was there 
Because, like, I was always the type, like, I don't want anybody to notice me. Like, I'm just going to do my shit, get out of here. And he would, like, beeline for, like, anyone yeah. that fell through the cracks, he was, like, he, the one that was, like. Up. My wife yeah. is the same way. Yes. Yeah. Like, he did the same thing for her. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, look, the best leaders, and not, and not just necessarily instructors in fitness, but just anything, managers, whatever, like, there's, there's Calipari types mm-hmm. and there's Josh Pastner types. Right. The team that you lead, those people like to be led in different ways. Mm-hmm. And you, it's no different than my own kids. Like, right. I can treat one differently than the other because I get different responses. Mm-hmm. Right. And you have to know that. Yeah. People. And, you have to know their personality. And the best instructors are going to be able to do that. Yeah. You know, be able to be like, all right, Cole doesn't mind being called out in class for <laughs> right. slacking off right now right. because I know that's going to actually make him get a little faster mm-hmm. and work a little harder. And somebody else is like Where mad you that you call him out. They yeah. may never come back. Right, right, right. It just right. depends on My the wife, if you call Lauren out in class, she never come back. Never come back. Yeah. <laughs> she just would. I mean, she would if it were Will because mm-hmm. now she knows Will, but if she just showed up there that day right. and Will called her out, like she'd never show up again. She'd right. be super embarrassed. Embarrassed, yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, I didn't do group fitness forever because I didn't like the idea of, like, anyone seeing me, looking yeah. at me. Like, I remember I just was, like... Like, every time... I would have to make myself walk through the door because I hated it that That's much. Right. Like, yeah. it was just... It was not good. Yeah, but, I mean... I mean like, the name of the podcast, like, the way motivation is, is a very hard... To, to to motivate someone else mm-hmm. is a very hard thing to do. Mm-hmm. To figure out how, how they are yeah. motivated. Yeah. But I think it can come natural. So you ended up in the class. You did take one of his classes? Yeah, so I took one of his classes. And then I, I really Were you doing it. the boot camp at that point? No. Okay. Uh, I don't know. That you, maybe not. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> boot camp wasn't even on my mind okay. at the time. I'm still, I'm still trying to figure out how to get it between a bike and donuts. Because, you know, I got, to, I got to take care of my kid. I got responsibilities. Yeah. I got to take care of so I'm like, man, these donuts, I got a bike, I'm trying to, and it was right. crazy, it was really yeah. awkward, because like, I'm on this bike, and then right after class, He's going to work I'm going to a donut donuts, place. and then I'm seeing people that was in my class right. go eat donuts. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, mm, Yeah, I used what? to be the manager at this bakery over here, and the people would come from the hot yoga to Frost to buy, like, cupcakes, like, all sweaty and shit, and really? I was like, I guess they just burn that off, and so they're getting it, yeah. oh, you know, again, or whatever. I, go to, no, I know you're that way. I go to, I literally go to Gibson's after boot camp every single Saturday, and most... He probably doesn't recommend that. And... <laughs> but he put in the work, though. It's different, it's different oh, if he, he has, just yeah, didn't work right. and then eat, because a lot of people don't understand. They think because they work out, they can eat mm-hmm. bad, but what you're really doing is just... Wasting your fucking time. Mm-hmm. Like you, you just you maintain it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you wanna if you wanna do well, you want right. your body to change and you need the food need right. to match it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Whereas Cole, like Cole can force some donuts because he works with him. Yeah, right. Other people But he's not necessarily bitching about his own nutrition. No, no, like, he, he understands not. what he's making he like that he's doing that he versus somebody who's like, yeah, I don't know why the you know fat. So I yeah. thought back then I couldn't I would work hard. Your wife branded you Fat Cole. Yeah, Fat Cole. Like, I I would go back. I wouldn't be able to do that Mm -hmm. because I was trying to gain and get Mm -hmm. better and better and better. Mm -hmm. But now I just try to maintain and so I don't have to. Yeah. And you're not trying to be in like a fitness comp, like a. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're not trying to do the Arnold, like, classic or something. Well, it's it's cool because, like, I really like that about Cole and I used to go look at pictures. Cole got it figured out mm-hmm. because a lot of people don't understand is that fitness is a journey. Mm-hmm. They really don't understand like... They try it for 30 but, days and then yeah, they're done. Especially like, and even me, I'm still trying to figure it mm-hmm. out. 
you have to understand what your body responds to. Mm-hmm. So it may be it may be a month at a time or two. Like this month, I'm just going to cut this out of my diet and do this and see if it works. Mm-hmm. Or this month, I'm going to do... Because I could go eat a blueberry muffin and let's, let's hypothetically speaking, and blow up. Mm-hmm. The next person could take down a blueberry muffin and be completely fine. Mm-hmm. And that's what a lot of people don't realize. They think just because they're eating healthy, which is good, mm-hmm. that their body will change. Right. But no, no. You have to figure out what your body mm-hmm. responds to. Yeah. And I'm still trying. I don't even have a handle on it. And I think it's a it's a constant battle mm-hmm. that you it's, it's a grind that you have to fall in love with. If you want your body to change enough, you're gonna do what you got to do. You're mm-hmm. gonna research it. You're right. gonna look into. And you may yeah, even I'm a have big to researcher. go to. I'm, a, I'm my own test dummy and that kind of stuff. Yeah, like, I mean, I'm but like, you can be that. You can yeah. be that. And some people want to measure their macros uh-huh. and and measure their weight and uh, the, measure the weight of the food and, and, the, and the quantity of it. Some people want to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, some people are obsessed with like body fat percentage and yeah, yeah. Some yeah. people and some people just think like, oh, I went to work out. Let me eat a chicken breast and some black beans and I'm cool. Like, right. yeah. You got to figure out what your body right. responds to. And I'm, I still don't know. Nutrition is one of the hardest things uh-huh. to get a handle on because, like I said, so many... It's different for everybody. We could all eat the same yeah. thing, and but he may come results. out on top in six weeks, and we may be looking right. like, we right. was eating the same thing, right. but right. it don't work like that. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So. And some people need, like, accountability mm-hmm. or checking in. Some yeah. people don't want that. They yeah. want to be, you know, like... Um, I tend to, if I'm wanting to do something like a competition, like a gym competition or when I'm doing Whole30, you know, like something like that, I, I purposely announce it so that my pride will make me like do whatever it is versus like, I don't want to have to answer in 30 days that I didn't do it. Yes. But then other people kind of like, that's not the way they work. So yeah. it is definitely like varies, but sorry, I keep cutting off. So then you were like, this could work with the verse fit. Yeah, no, Speaking so of things that you're like talking about knowing your body, but like also, and we talked about this in the podcast, is doing the same thing. At some point, you will hit like a plateau. plateau. And so that's what diversified is about in terms of like doing different things. But you were like, we could work with him. Yeah, well, then. Y'all were just on the daily news with him, right? Like on the yeah, cover, yeah, yeah. on yeah, the front page or whatever. Story. Yeah. Sorry, I got, I got, you got one yet? I'm no, you're supposed to give it to me. I got like 50. So we, um, so I, I, I went to Psycho Bar, I liked the class, whatever. But then I don't know how, I'm not sure exactly how I found out. I think it was Will Levy, um, who, this guy who owns O'Call, Levy was like, called me one day and was like, hey man, you should come to boot camp tomorrow. And I was like, what, what's boot camp? You know, like, he was like, you know, this guy, Will Coleman, runs out. I'm like, wait, Will Coleman, the basketball player that works in cycle bar? He's like, yep. And I was like, what day? And he was like, Saturday, whatever. So I showed up this one Saturday. And I'm not going to lie. Like, I basically viewed boot camp as like, I don't know what the word is for. Like, lightweight. Like, I thought it was going to be like. You thought you weren't having any issues. Like, you were just going to. Well, yeah. I thought it was going to be just people that were at a different level mm-hmm. of fitness and, and didn't care to be at gotcha. a different level. You know, my soccer mom. So so, no, 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 not necessarily. <laughs> I don't want to be, I don't even know how to say it. Like, I just no, I know what you mean. You I thought just, it was going to be like light work. Some like, booty pool work. Yeah. Hey, yeah. you know, this is just, just talking about yeah. like that. Some booty pool work. Yeah. I, get it. I get it, man. I get it. Yeah. I get it. I get it. So, yeah, I, yeah it wasn't easy. Yeah. And it was, it was really hard. Yeah. Right. And, and so, I, so I started going and it's at a great time for uh-huh. me, right? Like, 
So I, Before I your kids are awake. Yeah, about four of us awake, and I'm an early guy, so like, I like to get it out of the way. So I started going and just built it into my, you know, regular weekly workouts. And then next thing you know, you know, and he, so I think it was, I didn't even know it was early. I mean, until like right now, actually, mm-hmm. like that he said that he, it, he wasn't doing it then. Like, I, I, it seemed like he'd been doing it. Yeah. Me. I mean, he, it was not, it was well put together. Mm-hmm. It, there were times when like he was, you know, programming mm-hmm. as we went. Nowadays, like it's straight up, like you show up and like he's got it, like it's a program workout. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's no resting. I mean, it's yeah. 45 minutes of, and there's you know 45 minutes yeah. of working out, right? Like there's very little downtime. Moving from set to set or drill to drill, yes, but like there's no like, hey, let's do what are we gonna do now? Like you know, there's no thinking. Mm-hmm. Like it's written down. Right. So it's way more better programmed, and he's taking it obviously. I say a lot more serious than that. I, I, again, I didn't know it was set up mm-hmm. or such an early phase of it then. I mean, this was only like eight, nine months ago, ten mm-hmm. months ago. Yeah. You know, so, so yeah, he's ramped it up a lot. And there's, you know, so that, at that point I was like, all right, well, now this is, and I had already been thinking diverse fits. I'm like, mm-hmm. damn, boot camp would be a really good option. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because I, I, again, I built it for me. Yeah. So I, I like to do this. I like yeah. to come do this. And it's a break. Like, look, you, it's not all cardio. I mean, it's, you, there are weights, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you, you do kettlebells and you do weights. Yeah. It's lighter stuff. Yeah, I did like a, what was one? It was like a, what was it a shootout? Some sort of like basketball thing. Y'all were like shooting free throws. We shot free throws. Yeah, 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 yeah. So separated teams. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of that too, which yeah. I like too. It's like to games. Mm-hmm. We play games. Like yeah, it's fun. make it fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, and I think everybody, the camaraderie, it's built a good community. Yeah. Um, but I'm saying the weights, though, like, it ain't going to be like CrossFit, uh-huh. you know, where you're snatching 200 pounds yeah. or whatever. But, like, you are you got 10-pound dumbbells. And let me tell you, those 10-pound dumbbells get... Oh, no, same thing in cycle bar. Like, I mean, I lift at Iron Tribe, and I lift way more, you know, barbell-wise. And I'm holding this light-ass weight, like, cycling. And I'm like, oh, I'm dying. <laughs> like, because right. no break. You know, yeah, like, you're just right. holding it out right. there. And, and, and that stuff, like, changing it up like that, mm-hmm. again, like, you talk about plateaus. Like, that tricks your body. Like, mm-hmm. it's not used to that. I, I struggle with the same thing. It's like, yeah. Well, you know, I struggle with the same thing at boot camp. Mm-hmm. I mean, you throw ten pound dumbbell. I mean, ten pound uh, or eight pound. Uh, Once it becomes easy, though, I feel like you got to step it up. thrusters with them. Yeah, it's the same. You end up in the same spot as if you do twenty thrusters with two hundred pounds. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're, yeah. you're you're dead both ways. Right. You're shot. Yeah. So it's just a matter of it's just a different style workout, which is great. And yeah. I, I enjoy it. Yeah. And so Diversifit, you can go to his classes. Correct. That's like. Set up the same way it is with other gyms in terms yeah. of signing up or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. same deal. Okay. And then I, if they weren't doing that, they can pay to come to your yeah, class. Yeah, like, yeah, is, is yeah, it like a open, subscription? It's open to anybody. No. So like, it start again. It started off like with anything, you know, anything that's growing, that's mm-hmm. changing. You know, people gonna come, people gonna go. Mm-hmm. And like again, I'm just extremely. That's all fitness stuff. Like, yeah. And I'm extremely grateful It'll be full for as hell people. in January. Yeah. <laughs> but not even that. Just like in this growing process, like, for example, I, like I've had to increase the price. Mm-hmm. But like, man, I'm not increasing the price to put money in my pocket. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to increase the price because it's, I wanna, I, it's a goal I have. I want to get to a certain place and to provide mm-hmm. certain things for camp. Right. Because I want to... It, it can be challenging to run a boot camp because you got to keep it fresh. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm constantly having to think research, People look, bored, yeah. read, 
to keep everybody engaged. Mm-hmm. And like, there's been people, you know, that's been there. There's people that's fallen off and everybody that's been supportive from day one. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm so grateful for, for these people. But like, it's it's just a very, it's a very broad platform right mm-hmm. now because I'm still figuring this all out yeah. because I've never, ever thought in my mind I'd be a business You'd be doing owner. this, really? Never, ever thought. So a lot of athletes, that is, that's their second thought. Like, if I'm not playing, I'm going to own a business. Like, or, I, I mean, mean, they lose a lot of money sometimes. They, no, they, <laughs> they, they pay people. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, or they have or like, investors. Or, yeah, me. Yeah. Yeah, that's not entirely running. Right, I'm right. trying to run this from the ground. I'm yeah. reading as much as I can. I'm really trying to make this. Right. You're not just like some face people are yeah, plastering yeah, no. on like, remember this Memphis Tiger? Yeah. It's like you're actually like doing the work. Yeah, like, I, wanna, I yeah. want this to be mine and I want to put all the hard work into uh-huh. it. And then you're expanding. Is that what I think Cole told me you were yeah, expanding? Yeah, I'm, try, I'm trying, to, trying to find, I think I found a great place in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Um Obviously, the goal is to be full-time fitness. Mm-hmm. That's just where I... Yeah, that's I, where you want to end that's up. That's where I'm happy. I always ask people where they want to end yeah. up. Like, in terms... You want to be full-time doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, hopefully, hopefully we get there. Um, it's Like I said, this thing is still growing. I'm still yeah. learning. I just... Piece by piece. Yeah, yeah. Piece by piece. How many times a week do you do it? Or... Three now. Three right now. You, three you want now. to do it, like, five days a week? Yeah, that's the plan. If I do it five days a week, the thing is... Thing is, man... Something gotta give. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm doing a cycle bar mm-hmm. and I'm working say, you're at St. Jude. Yeah. And I'm trying to run this boot camp. So something yeah. gotta shake. And I'm doing some personal training. That's yeah, and it's hard to run a business and be the you're the face of it, you're running it, you're running the classes. You know what I mean? I mean mm-hmm. I'm assuming, you know, depending on you would eventually like to where you have guys. Yeah, so I already got two or three people that I they want to work that with. That I know could. Uh yeah. Matthew, um I always forget how you say his name. Sokup. Sukup. Mm-hmm. He used to work at Cycle Bar. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just a, another great fitness guru. Yeah. Um, another lady, uh, Stephanie, uh, Stephanie uh, Norfolk. Yeah, mm-hmm. they man, she yeah, teaches she, Wednesday she's, afternoon class. Yeah, Chick fire, mm-hmm. and I hope she she gonna hear me. But she we real tight, we real. Mm-hmm. Chick like fifty. She looked like she twenty two. <laughs> and like fifty. Yeah, when wow. she on her bike and teaching yeah. like these. Women, these, you've gone on her cycle. Yeah, I think right? so. Yeah, she got this. She's fifty. Yeah. She's high energy. She right? got this following that people just. Yeah. And I think it's just more so like people idolize her. Yeah. It's like, she, what's she doing? Yeah. Mean, I want to look like that when I'm right, fifty. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think she's like forty nine on the head. Yeah. yeah. And so, well, damn, what's she doing? Like, tell right. me, please. Right. If I need to spend as fast as much as you to look like that when I'm fifty, I'm gonna uh-huh. do it. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. She yeah. had like one or two kids. Mm. Yeah, especially if people I mean, get in their 30s and 40s, yeah. there's really that interest of like, because you start, I mean, I'm 33, but I would get like, you start getting paranoid about getting older and like, you know, all that. And so I think that's like when fitness really starts mattering in even different ways than it does right. versus just like, I mean, longevity becomes something that you're really interested in. Or like you were saying about her, like, I need, I want to look like that at 49. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. you know. Because it's, it's practice is what she preaches. Yeah. It's tough for women because I read like women just have so many different components to their body. Yeah. And just like hormones is a bitch. Oh, yeah, it is for sure. Like one day you on top of the world, ready to take something out, and then the next mm-hmm. you upset because you saw a puppy get shot on TV. You know what I'm saying? Something crazy. It's just, and then like pregnancy. <laughs> puppy shot on TV. I feel like anyone's seen a puppy shot on TV. Well, I'm just like, oh, yeah. 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 I was yeah, done. Yeah. One chick I met saw old yellow was, oh my God, the dog. Yeah. Well, it was about to die anyway, have babies. You feel me? 
<laughs> but like, it's like, but when it's like, it's like, well, I mean, especially as women get older, the hormones are a thing too. Like, yeah. like they drop out, like mm-hmm. hormones drop out and then it's like stress and men don't even sometimes think about their hormones enough. Like testosterone drops off. Like when you start getting older, like all kinds of things can affect your fitness level and the way you feel. And I always tell people like, there's this misconception that you should feel bad as you age. And it's like. Not really. I mean, you know, yeah, if you're like 80, 90, okay, but like, you should, like, people that are like a few years older than me, like 36, are like, oh, it's just, everything hurts, that's just how it is now, and I'm like, you don't have to, like, yeah. no, you're not that Fitness old. Fitness helps like, with all that. Fitness yeah. helps with all, like... When we get older, when men get older, yeah. fitness help keep that testosterone right. level high. Right. Stress plays a massive role. So stress yeah. can can really mess that stress. up. But like stress, fitness, stress, the stress kills, kills kills you. Yeah. yeah. The older you. I get, the more I run. Like stress is stress is a especially bad stress. You know, like there's the stress most. that like you're when you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, like you're doing your business, whatever. It's like it's not that it's not hard sometimes or stressful, but then like if you're let's say you're in a job that like it's not even like it's not your passion. It's just like the shittiest like mentally like stressing you out thing like people people die from that shit oh, you yeah. know what i mean yeah, they have yeah. drop dead of heart attacks and oh no that's the thing they all die, kinds of like, shit. yeah well i mean and that's that like like best case is that you just live a shitty life mm-hmm. and you're unhappy and i mean stress is sucks yeah as you get older it's harder to cope with that stuff you one phone call or one little piece of news mm-hmm. and you you in a heart attack. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like like can, yeah. No matter how old yeah. you are, if you that stress. what country it is. There's one. It's in Asia. Like like there's, who? It's one where they have some term for literally dropping dead at your office. Like it happens so much because they're working the so much that they call it like something. Like it's like a term that they use over there. Because of how stressed everybody gets and how many people yeah. are like dropped dead at their desk. Well, but it not only, I mean, it just affects, it, such, it has such a negative impact on people's lives. I mean, it affects the way you treat others. Mm-hmm. It affects the way, I mean, nobody wants to be around mm-hmm. stress. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you, it's just unhappiness. It's mm-hmm. just, it, it makes, it's, it's I mean, it's always, like a, it's like a live breathing thing inside. Yeah, there's science to it. There's and cortisol and it, goes up. Like, I mean, like, yeah, it makes like, it hard the to lose weight. The more you stress, the, the faster it grows. And yeah. the, it's, it's tough, man. Like, I, yeah. I don't really stress about really anything. You don't seem very stressed. I'm not stressed about zero. Sometimes I wonder why you're not stressed. I'm like, you got all this shit going on. Like, your wife's about yeah. to have a baby, blah, blah, And you're like, cool, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah. That's a hey. sucky trait to have because I'm the same way. Some people look at you, man, no, he just don't give a damn. Yeah. No, I, I, don't, I care. Yeah. I just well, no, that's good, though. control what you can control. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, no, and you... Uh, You've been able to like you got to be able to be calm in high stress situations. I have to. Like, yeah. I mean, there's some I, people who literally like break down, like cannot yeah. handle it. Yeah. Well, I know it's just which, but 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 those type people then ha- are going to struggle to they they can't afford, frankly, mm-hmm. for their life. Mm-hmm. They can't afford to put themselves in situations where that are high stress because mm-hmm. they can't handle. Right, it. right. And if you can't handle it, you shouldn't be in it because mm-hmm. you will only negatively impact yourself and the others around you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but. You know, it. There's a guy that. Um, so, Kevin's Wilson. He's mm-hmm. a Memphis legend. Yeah. Really, a just tycoon, like legend in the world. But like mm-hmm. a Memphis guy, holiday founder of the Holiday Inn, mm-hmm. right? So he has this book on. I think that I think it's twenty tips for success. And my dad had a relationship with him and his family, mm-hmm. and so at a very young age, I got I had this book. 
the, this 20 tips for success. <laughs> You're like eight years old, like yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, like I couldn't even read. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but anyway, this guy, one of the tips, and like, honestly, like 19 of them just went. Right, right. You know, over my head. Yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. care at all when I was mm-hmm. 10. But this one of them was like 50% of the things that you worry about are never going to happen. Mm-hmm. The other 50% are going to happen whether you worry about them or not. Mm-hmm. So why worry? Right. It's a yeah. complete waste of time. Yeah. And, and I don't know that, like, I don't know that you can be born with no stress, or if you just start. That's like the lifestyle you're you're in, you're dead mm-hmm. set on living. Right. And so you just you end up becoming this stress free person. Right. right? Yeah. It's like anything. Like you're trying to become a morning person. Right. Yeah. Like you can do. I'm that. trying to exist as a morning. I'm not even trying to become a. Morning well, but person. you, if you try hard enough, you will be. Yeah. 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 I mean, you are what you eat, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, you just, I mean, you become that person. Like, you become, you don't get, you just, you got to work hard. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and consistency. That's the, that's the thing that's gotten me further than anything is consistency. Like, even when you mess up, like, if you're working out, you forget to go a day or you eat the wrong thing or whatever. Like, the most important thing, I think, is going right back to, like, okay, you messed that up versus, like, I didn't go for a week. Let me just, like, not go back. Or I like I'm embarrassed to go back because I haven't been in a yeah, month yeah. or you know whatever, and so it's like I think some people are all or nothing, and it's like that's all right. Sometimes if you're in the middle, just as long as you keep showing up, like keep yeah. going through the door, keep doing what you're supposed yeah, to be doing. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, then it's not. It's like one easy. donut or one whatever. That's actually not derailing you. It's that you're letting that totally throw you off course, like right. fully, and being like, now I'm done. That's like right. it's like you don't have to be like that. Like, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I don't know stress. So, is there anything else you all want to talk about in terms of what you're doing together or promote anything or... Oh, uh, You got, like, a website or something? Not yet. Okay. Um, it's all, like I said, it's all being... It's all being um, going quick. But I do want to give a shout-out to my guys over at Neon Canvas. Um, they just, just there. Yeah, they, they've been huge. Mm-hmm. Um, Alex and his group, mm-hmm. they've been huge. Rasmussen. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's really? how I used to work there. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But it's just, honestly, if I sat here and thanked all the people that supported me and helped me, man, we'll be here till life. Yeah. I mean, we'll be here all day. Yeah. But, um... The ones that support me, I appreciate it. They know who they are. The ones that look out for me, text messages, mm-hmm. emails, phone calls, all those people, man. I appreciate all y'all. Um, it helped keep me focused, keep me out of trouble, and keep mm-hmm. me going, man. So, everybody, I appreciate everybody. By the way, the only reason I found out you worked at St. Jude was because, like, I think Wesley, I follow Wesley Witherspoon on Twitter, and mm-hmm. he had retweeted a thing of you, like, with a cowboy hat on yeah. and, like, what Western wear. I saw that too. And yeah, I was like, what the fuck? And you were like, so you were singing a country song yeah. or something, and I was like, and then yeah. you said something about I'll do anything for St. Jude, and I was like, oh, I didn't know he worked at St. Jude, and I was like, it was like gonna buy me a truck or I don't know, some I don't know. You listen to country? Yeah. You did? Yeah. Really? <laughs> I don't. I that, I that Columbus, Georgia. I hate. Yeah. Music. But I, I listen. I, honestly, I listen to everything. Yeah. Um, except like hard metal. Yeah. Because you know, like music. Man, it, it, it do so many things for you. Yeah. That is like, one thing I forgot to ask. What song, what's a song, because I asked this to guess, and I didn't ask you last time. What's a song that motivates you? Like, when you hear it, you're like, fuck it. Like, it's like go time. Like, what's your kind of go-to song that would make you feel motivated? Um, like, workout, music-wise, something. I mean, people say all kinds of shit on here. They say country music. They say rap music. So, they say play it's, fly, it's they rap, say, you know. It's rap, but it's a song by... Uh, it's a song by a guy named Ace Hood. Yeah. And it's called uh, To Whom It May Concern. Critics want the beat, but I'm not feeding in. My loyalty don't stop if we don't speak again. I can 
cry tears right now Don't know how I feel right now All that meditation that I did All that beasting in the gym All this energy inside I got to give Back and I'm better than y'all Ready whenever the call They expecting me to fold Friends turn into your foes Kept focused on the goals Mind, body, and the soul New me, it's a new day That's Yeah, this is this is a really you good song. You love Lil Wayne, though, don't you? Oh, I love Lil Wayne. One man can change oh. the world. That's a great song. It? It's called One Man Can okay. Change the World. It's Big Sean. Big Sean. Oh, when my kid, like when, when I was my kids, like my kid Andrew chose the song. Okay. And he can sing. And I, I wanted that. Yeah. Yeah. You can do anything you want to do. Mm -hmm. But ain't nobody gonna give you anything. Yeah. That song work is, hard for it. Yeah. It's a deep song. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. I hope you learn to make it on your own And if you let yourself just know you'll never be alone I hope that you get everything you want and that you chose I hope that it's the realest thing that you ever know Hope you get the pretty girls that's pretty at everything Million dollar cribs having million dollar dreams And when you get it all just remember one thing Remember one thing that one man could change the world That one man could change the world What's your song? Okay, so the other song is What's the song that's your fight song? Meaning if you were a boxer, UFC fighter You know how you watch you watch a fight oh. And they come out with their people Like they come out with their crew Got their robe on And you hear a song And you're like Man, if that was me, like, this is a song I would pick. Like, yeah. what's your song? Everybody's thought about that, I feel like. Man, I got two of them. Okay. So one of them is Eminem, mm -hmm. um, Till I Collapse. Okay, yep, that's a good one. Cause sometimes you just feel tired. You feel weak. But when you feel weak, you feel like you want to just give up. But you got to search within you. Try to find that inner strength and just pull that shit out of you. Get that motivation to knock it off and not be a quitter. Yeah. Everything lined up for the takers. 
And what I need from them I'm about getting a job done, boy, up every night I'm about rolling the seven when I toss up the dice I'm about getting my logo all blooded with ice I'm about taking the risk that might fuck up your life Time to point and shoot like camera crews in front of cameras too Damn, Sean, what happened to the humble attitude? I'm like, niggas took the flow, but I'm still standing too Thought I had the Midas touching and I went platinum too Motherfuck all your comparisons I've been talking to God like that's my therapist I'm African-American in America Ain't a hair shit But a millionaire under 30 So he must be hearing shit Die, die, die Like I do this for the crib to the flag Kids who can see what land So those are like my Those would be your fight songs like, I'm like, ready to fuck some shit up Yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm ready to like Yeah I don't care what it is right. I don't care if we about to have a damn Double Dutch yeah. competition I'm in there skipping as much rope yeah. as I can <laughs> Them my song, that's that's yeah. what get my blood boiling. Yeah. Like if you want to set me off, that's what I'm right. listening to. Yeah. 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 What's your what's your what was your I don't know, I I've boxed before. I mean I've I've boxed, like really? a real deal boxed. Yeah. So like, I don't know but I can't remember what I came out to. I, I don't know what I would A lot of Indians that come on here say whoop that trick. Like a lot of No, play. it would I would be more like that more a little more. You like, I see you every time I see a video, you're like listen a little way. Oh, I love <laughs> everything. So, I love Lil Wayne. Yeah. And like when I have like when I there's a song uh I don't even remember who sang it, but it's called I Made It. Y'all mm-hmm. that song? I posted that video of you doing that on mm-hmm. when y'all were on the last time. Yeah, it's got like Lil Wayne. And your kids it. are like, <laughs> yeah. like it's yeah. uh it, Lil Wayne's on it. To the gold line, straight out the huddle. Cash money, gold mine, we just stay loyal. Boy, we getting money like we just found oil. Uh, and that's word to my red flag. I live first and leave the dead last. I lay it down so hard, I got a bed rash. And I just tell them to loaf it when the bread pass. Staring at you from the top of the game, man. I might drop the world if I change hands. Uh, it feel good to be here. Weezy in the building, got this rebuilt young money. I, when I have like good days, mm-hmm. like I'll listen to that song. Like mm-hmm. if, it, if, if I win something, not like mm-hmm. like a legit. I like talked about. Win. I talked about like in Blunt Blowing by Lil Wayne. Even that's like it's. I don't know why that's a workout song for me because it's not like that's what he's talking about at all <laughs> in the song. But it's something about it. Maybe it's because he's like talking about being short and so <laughs> I like. I'm like, like I'm yeah, short. Which is a great song. <laughs> all right, I gotta go home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta get ready for you know the work week. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. That was awesome. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Motivated AF. I really enjoyed talking to both Will and Cole, and I just want to thank them again for being willing to come on here and share their stories. I think it's important to support these guys because they are both out here doing great things in the city of Memphis and just in general. I want to encourage you to follow Will and Cole on Instagram. Will's Instagram is Will Coleman. And it's a really great account to follow for motivation. And that's also where you can keep up with all the things Will is doing in the city, like his boot camp classes, his cycle bar classes, fitness events, and more. Cole's Instagram is also his name, Cole Giovanetti. 
and the Diversifit Instagram is underscore Diversifit underscore. At the time of this recording, Will Coleman's boot camp classes are Tuesdays and Thursdays at 5.30 a.m. and Saturdays at 7 a.m., and those classes are held at Colonial Park United Methodist Church. And Will teaches cycle bar classes in Germantown on Mondays and Fridays at 5.30 a.m. and Saturdays at 8.30 a.m. You don't have to be a member of Diversifit to attend Will's classes, but the cool thing is that all of those classes are included unlimited for no extra charge when you're a member of Diversifit. And that's not even close to how much Diversifit it offers you for one charge a month. I'm talking hot yoga, hip-hop yoga, CrossFit triad, shed fitness, flow cryo, plus exclusive members-only workouts, discounts, and parties. I've actually gone to at least three of the group workout parties since this was recorded, and they are so awesome, and I'm talking like food, alcohol, everything included. It's super fun. When I say that I've never been a part of anything quite like the Diversifit community, I really mean it. It's truly a unique and amazing community that Cole and Lauren are 100% committed to, and they are the the most hands-on owners that I probably have ever known. So be sure to check out their website, diversifit.io, for a free trial of Diversifit. Like I said, I'm a member, and I was not paid to say any of this. I just truly do think it's amazing and one of the best-kept secrets in the city that won't be a secret for too much longer. So if you live in the Memphis area and you've been thinking of trying something new with your fitness routine, look no further than Diversifit. I believe when you make the commitment to join a community like Diversifit, you are making an investment in your own health and well-being. You are choosing to put your money towards something that will actually better your life. And that's not even a maybe. If you join and you consistently show up, it will change your life. If you'd like to contact me for any reason, you can do so by emailing podcast at katieforbus.com or by visiting katieforbus.com and clicking on contact Katie. Either way, your message will come directly to me and I will write you back. I'd love for you to follow me on social. My handle on both Twitter and Instagram is at katieforbus and the podcast Instagram account is motivatedaf with kf. Also, don't forget to check out my new show with two of my friends, Jen Hawkins and Jazz Jackson, called Own Your Glow. The video version is on YouTube, and the audio version is available on iTunes and Spotify. And finally, as my dad, Dean Cook, used to say, please do not let a dream delayed become a dream denied. Staring at you from afar, analyzing every scar, asking myself how we got here. Remember, this is who we are. I am not here for revenge. I did not come to make amends, not here to repent for my sins. I just came here to win. I just came here to end. I just came here to fight. Show you everything you said I couldn't be. I became overnight. This for the blood, this is for the tears, this is for my pain and my plight. Two walked in, but only one of us is walking out of here tonight. I'm a survivor. Fight for my life. Come on, let's struggle. I'm a survivor Fight for my life Come on, let's struggle